Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on Newstalk. Benefit in kind is a tax on perks and is usually applied on the new value of a free company car. Um, as of this week, though, the amount of benefit in kind payable by employees for owning a company car or driving one at least has jumped to just shy of €300 Euro a month for an average car. It's led to many employees offering to hand back their company cars, which are usually leased to avoid the tax. David Kavanagh is the Vice President of the Vehicle Leasing Association of Ireland. Good morning, Dave. Morning, Joe. What is the BIK rate going up to? Or what was it before January and what is it now for an average car? Well, uh, Joe, it, it depends on the vehicle that the driver is driving. And now the new rate is linked to both um, the mileage driven and also the CO2 of the vehicle. Just to put this in context, um, before the budget uh, late last year, the Vehicle Leasing Association made a submission to the government um, basically asking for a deferral of the new rules to be implemented uh, from January 23 up to January 2024. The reason for this was largely around the availability of new vehicles, but with particular emphasis on electric vehicles, because as part of the Climate Action Plan, which we have worked very closely with the Department of Climate Action in recent months, um, they fully understand that um, there needs to be a significant adoption of electric vehicles, and this is largely driven by business users um, in order to achieve the climate action plans for the government. Now, the the uh, the new ru- uh, rules have basically increased the potential benefit in kind for drivers even doing high mileage. I think it's important to point out, Joe, that a company car is not is not something that sits in a car park every day. This is a requirement that people have to operate their business, and business obviously supports the economy. So drivers are now very concerned, and we're getting uh, all the member members of the Vehicle Leasing Association are receiving significant numbers of queries from, from drivers wanting to uh, find how can they avoid this increased tax. What's going to happen is some are hopefully many, uh, um, uh, potentially many we'll look at adopting a car allowance. The car allowance is going to push people out of the company car scheme and will encourage them to go and buy high-polluting second-hand vehicles, which is totally in contravention of the government's climate action plan. Okay, there's a lot to unpack there. So let's go back to, uh, are are people genuinely getting in touch with your members to hand back company cars because it's costing so much as of this month? Yes, that's correct, Joe. And is it possible to do that or are people locked into contracts? No, it's a very it's, it's a very difficult situation because in the vast majority of cases, the employer of the of the fleet driver will end up paying an early termination charge on the lease, which is a cost to their business, which they would obviously like to avoid. It doesn't make sense to penalise drivers, Joe, who need their vehicle f- for 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 their work. What we have asked the government to do is to avoid the implementation of this charge purely because we're in a unique situation at the moment in our industry, whereby. The availability of new vehicles of all types, but especially electric vehicles, is very difficult at the moment due to the well-documented supply chain issues that have been in existence since COVID-19 and the lockdown and the various issues that have arisen since then. Now, I, I will come to that in a moment. I just want to let you know that I got in touch with the Department of Finance about this issue and they gave me a statement. Uh, and I'll read it out to you, Dave, if I may. Uh, company cars tend to travel higher volumes than the average passenger vehicle. Furthermore, the company car fleet can be an important feeder into the domestic second-hand car market. This sets the context for the reform 
to vehicle BIK, benefit in kind. By making this change, the government is bringing the taxation system around company cars into into step with other CO2-based motor taxes, as well as the long-established CO2-based vehicle BIK regimes in other member states. In order to provide as much advance warning as possible, the Minister for Finance legislated in 2019 for a CO2-based benefit-in-kind regime for company cars to start January 1st, 2023. And the rationale for the new structure is that the CO2-based discounts and surcharges will incentivize employers to provide employees with low-emission cars. Now, this all predicates on the fact that companies would go out and buy electric vehicles. But electric vehicles, David, are very expensive. They are, Joe, and they're also not available in, in, as, a, as a general comment. So I think your, your point is very valid. 2019 was a different world than 2023. Uh, so we asked the minister, in fairness to Minister Donoghue, he did give us um, a one-to-one meeting in advance of the budget, and we felt he accepted our argument very well. And we were very disappointed that the government didn't act upon our request. We're being realistic here, Joe. We're not asking for a a total um, abandonment of tax. We understand taxes have to be paid. But I think you've got to look at the environment in which taxes are are implemented. In the current environment, it's the wrong time. We we asked the, the minister, would he defer just defer for one year and then review the situation at the end of 23, depending on the market conditions, which we thought was a very fair and reasoned argument. But he couldn't, and, he uh, couldn't do it for whatever political reason. Do you know why? Because it doesn't look great. It, it appears to some as if you're supporting wealthy people who have, car, have company cars. That's the perception politically, which I presume went through his head or that of his officials. I think you're right, Joe, because in fairness, government officials in general do not have company cars and probably um, have the opinion that they're a perk. The vast Unlike a perk of, of having a parking space in uh, Dublin too, if they work for the civil service or uh, a decent pension. Indeed. But I think th- th- the point is company cars are a tool of trade. They're a requirement for drivers. It's not something that is a, a nice to have. It's a need to have. And it's very important. Another point, Joe, is that we need to create a second-hand used electric vehicle marketplace because consumers are not going to pay the current costs for new electric vehicles in general because they're too expensive. So in order to create as a second-hand marketplace, we need to put new vehicles on the new electric vehicles on the road. The the business environment is the one to do that. The leasing industry are supporting that. We are fully aligned with the the uh, zero emission vehicle initiative from the government. We're fully aligned with the climate action plan, and we're at a loss to understand why the government can't see that this simple request for a deferment for twelve months is a logical step because drivers are now going to find they're going to go into the second year of the taxation. Um, because it will, it will, it will further increase in 2024, and that's when they're potentially going to get their first electric vehicle, and that's a big disincentive. The whole idea here is to incentivize the adoption of electric vehicles, not to disincentivize drivers and businesses to adopt electric vehicles. Well, if there is a shortfall or shortage of electric vehicles out there, if the government gave an even bigger subsidy, won't be that be throwing good taxpayer money after bad? If you, if the if the supply is simply not there. Well, I don't think it's a question of additional support, um, Joe, at the moment. There are, are already grants in place, which we understand can't stay there forever. But we're talking about the taxation for the driver because at the moment the driver cannot get 
his electric vehicle because of supply chain issues. Therefore, they're implementing a tax, which is going to be a further disincentive when in the reality happens that the driver actually gets their vehicle probably sometime in 2024. It could even be later because supply chain is very uncertain at the moment. So I think the request we made was reasonable. It was based on on, on a very valid argument. And I think penalising fleet drivers, as we say, who have a requirement that they have to drive um, for for their work right. is the wrong thing to do. All right, Dave, thank you very much. That's David Cavanagh, the Vice President of the Vehicle Leasing Association of Ireland. Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk.